we don't grow alone. We flourish when we do life together. To flourish means to grow or develop in a healthy way, especially as a result of a particularly favorable environment. Join me for conversations about growth and change as we talk about what it means to flourish and create the community you crave. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Flourish Together podcast. I'm excited that you guys are joining me today. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about productivity hacks. These are the things that help me on a daily, weekly basis to just kind of function well in my life with my personal schedule, my family schedule, all the things that we all have going on every single day and week of our lives. So I hope that you'll be able to find some things that are helpful for you guys in this episode. As always, I'm just sharing what is working for me and what I have found helpful. If you guys don't find this helpful, that's okay too. Or maybe there's only one or two things that you really feel like resonate with you and that you can take away from this episode. And that's fine too. I firmly believe that every family, every household, every person has to figure out a rhythm and flow of what really works best for their family and their personality. So these are just things that work really well for me. So let's jump into them. Number one is clear out virtual and physical clutter. You guys have heard me talk about this before. I'll link a few episodes in the show notes where I talk about cleaning out uh, virtual clutter as well as Uh, decluttering your physical home and your lives in that way. But this is kind of a principle that I've really learned in the last couple years, just how much a cluttered space really affects my productivity and how I function in my home, especially. And then on the virtual side, I've really realized the same as well. When my inbox gets flooded or just out of control, I cannot function when I have too many things on my phone that really aren't necessary, it's really hard for me to be productive. And so we've talked about this a lot, but having a clean space helps you be more productive when you sit down to work. So I have like a little office nook in my home where I do a lot of podcast recording at and just, you know, daily bill paying and just different email checking and all that stuff. And so I really try to keep that space really clutter free. There's definitely some things that I need to have there around my space and my desk all the time, but I keep things really kind of neatly organized in different boxes and file folders. And it's all just really clean and streamlined. I'll take a picture of my workspace and leave it in the show notes if you guys want to check it out. But that's just what really works for me is helping me keep that space clean. Um, I really try hard to go through my home regularly and make sure that the paper doesn't pile up. I file the things that are important that I need to file away. I also go through things like circular ads and coupons and just stuff like that that can build up. And all of my kids paperwork I put into a pile and go through it once a week, usually on Friday mornings, and just try to keep things really organized. It's it's just how I've always functioned, being organized that way, and it's what works really well for me, and it helps me to feel less stressed when I don't have a bunch of physical paper clutter or just clutter with things around my space. Number two, reviewing our family schedule 
every single Sunday with my spouse. It's actually Sunday night when I'm recording this episode, and we've already gone over the family schedule for the week. So every week we sit down and my husband and I go over everything that's going on for the week. My husband works from home sometimes. I work from home sometimes. And so we really have to do this just to kind of keep everybody on track. And on top of that, we have activities for our kids' school, sport events, uh, music lessons, you know, just all the things when you're a wife and a mom and have kids and, you know, you have all the activities. So a couple of practical things I use. I have a dry erase calendar. This calendar is in my little no- office nook, like I mentioned, and I, as well as a paper calendar. Um, I know some of you might be listening to this thinking like, get digital, but I have tried to go digital before and we've tried to sync our phones and it just does not work for us. So I keep a physical paper planner that I write everything down in and then I transfer everything to the dry erase calendar because most of the time I keep my paper planner with me in my purse and on me, especially it's helpful for me to have that when I am going to appointments and rescheduling appointments and lessons and just different things. And it's also helpful for me to have if I'm ever out and about in get a text message from somebody about an event or a phone call from my husband about, you know, what do we have going on Friday night? I can just really quickly reference uh, my calendar. So that's why I also have the dry erase in case one of us is home and the other one is out. They can see the same events that I have in my planner. I also find it really helpful to color code my events on the dry erase board. I have one color that I use for all the kids events, another color for myself, um, one for my husband, and then one for family events. So I'll also take a picture of this in the show notes and I'll show you guys what I'm talking about and you can kind of just see, but that's really what works for us. And so every single Sunday night we sit down and we just go over the week. This is what it looks like. This is what we have going on. And some of the events are, you know, rhythmic every week right now for the season that we're in, such as, for example, you know, my son has basketball practice twice a week, every single week for the next eight weeks. So some of that we already know and expect, but it's just nice to review that every single week and sit down and just know and all be on the same page. Number three, work in time blocks. So I don't really know if this is specifically how people teach time blocking, but this is kind of my version of that is to do one thing for a certain amount of time. Example would be So I'll need to go through my emails. I super dislike letting emails pile up. I've talked about that before. I mentioned it already earlier in this podcast. But so I'll sit down and I'll say, okay, for 30 minutes or however long, for example, sake, 30 minutes, I'm going to sit down and do nothing but emails for just 30 minutes. And usually I'll have like the Alexa set a timer and then I'll just plow through as much as I can in that 30 minutes or in the time allotted that I've given. And then when that timer goes off, I just stop doing what I'm doing and move on to the next thing that I have time blocked for the day. Emails is just an example of that. That way, I feel like I'm getting a lot of things done and 
blocking off certain times of the day to get them done and just feeling really comfortable with the time allotted and what and the work that I got done in that time. I really try to give myself a lot of just kind of grace in this time blocking area and not be so rigid or hard on myself. I used to look at like all the things that I had to do during the day and get so overwhelmed thinking, how am I going to accomplish all of this? And um that kind of leads me to the next point is to make a to-do list, but give yourself the grace to tackle it all week long. Like I said, there would be times where I would section off my day and say, okay, on Monday, I want to get all these things done X, Y, Z. And then it would be like Monday throughout the like throughout the half of the day. And I still wouldn't be halfway through my list. And I would start to get really frustrated feeling like I'm not accomplishing it. Um, all that I wanted to do. And what I realized is I needed to make a to-do list for the entire week and think of all the things that I really need to get done through the week and kind of look at it, what's most important to get done versus you know what could be done on Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday later in the week and really give myself a little bit of grace and know that like if not everything gets done on Monday, that's okay. I have a whole week to accomplish these tasks. So it really has just given me a lot of freedom in the area of getting things done, knowing that I have a week to accomplish this. And um, so my last tip would be to manage your house well. Figure out Uh, when in the weekly schedule and what do you want to take care of during the week? For example, I know that laundry is something I need to get done during the week. I pretty much dislike every household cleaning chore. I am not a person that loves to clean, but I know that in order to have a house that functions and manages well, I need to stay on top of my laundry or we would just never have laundry to wear or clean clothes. So I really decided, you know what, instead of being overwhelmed with the task of laundry every single week, I am going to do one load of laundry every single day. And I used to wait until the weekend to do my laundry. And I don't know why I thought that was a good idea, but it would get to Friday and I would feel so overwhelmed with all the loads of laundry that I had to do. And it would just be all weekend long doing laundry. And I decided that was so silly. I don't need to do that. So I realized what would help my home function the best way that it could and help not stress me out and not be tied to housework would be to do one load of laundry every single day, wash it, fold it, put it away. And that way it's just done. And then the next load can be done the next day and so on and so forth until all the laundry is done. And so that's why I think that figuring out just what works for you and what is going to help manage your household well. Maybe you are stressed out about figuring out what to do for dinner. I would suggest making a list of 10 meals that your family just loves. And you know, without a doubt, they love these meals. And it takes out the guesswork of trying to figure out what's for dinner and just go on a rotation of those 10 meals or maybe you want to do 15 to 20 meals, something. And so it gives you a little bit of leeway knowing that you have a certain amount of meals that you know your family is going to love while you experiment maybe week to week with a new recipe here or there to see if your family loves it. You have these go-to meals in your back pocket that you can use and not stress yourself out about what's for dinner that night. So those are just a few examples of some 
hacks that I use for productivity sake. I would love to hear your guys's tips and tricks for how you have productive lifestyles and what helps you be productive in your day-to-day. I always think it's awesome to be able to learn from one another. So go on over, visit the show notes, and let me know your productivity hacks for life, for home, or whatever you want to tell me. I would love to hear about them. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Flourish Together podcast. This was a shorter episode, so I appreciate you guys hanging in this long with me. And if you made it to the end of the episode, I'm going to tell you about a fun, exciting announcement that I have coming up in the next few weeks. I asked you guys on Instagram, if you guys are not following me there, jump on over and find me at Andrea M. Worley. But I took a poll about what kind of merchandise you guys would like to see from me. And I gave a couple different choices and you guys were able to vote. And so I'm really excited to share with you guys that in the next few weeks, I'm going to be releasing a set of coffee mugs. There's going to be five different coffee mugs in this first collection. These are all designed by me, um, especially for you guys. And I really have been putting a lot of just time in designing these and thinking about the things that I would want to see and the things that I would buy. And it's so appropriate. You guys know I love my coffee. And so to be designing a set, a collection of five different mugs, I'm going to release them. And then I'm going to also release a little bit later, a holiday mug collection. And I'm really excited to share these with you guys. So be on the lookout for those. I will share all the details when they're released on the podcast and in the show notes. Um, And there'll be a special little promo code for you guys to be able to snag um, a coffee mug from these collections that are coming up. So I just want to thank you guys for listening to the podcast. This podcast would not exist without you guys listening in on the other end, sending me messages and sharing your favorite episodes with your own people on social media and in your world. So thank you. Thank you for sharing the show and listening and tuning in. If you have not left a rating and review on iTunes, I would love for you to jump on over to iTunes, leave us a rating and review. Ratings and reviews are life to podcast. They help other people find the show. It also helps spread the message of the podcast even farther than I ever could. So I so appreciate you guys leaving those ratings and reviews. It really helps the show a lot. You guys can find freebies and more and sign up for my newsletter at andreamworley.com. And that's also where you can find the show notes for each episode. Thank you guys. I hope you guys have a great week and I'll see you in the next episode. 